Hello Sarah, and welcome to your edition on Big Bicycle Trip. Thank you very much for your donation to Seb. I believe he's got a few words for you. Yeah, thank you so much for your gift, Sarah, and your comforting words, and insisting that I spend it only on fun. I've tried. I've spent it on some coffees in some nice towns, and a pint as I watched a blizzard obliterate the town that I was staying in. And remember, watch the donut and not the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I've giggled problems. Where do you find this? I've giggled problems. Apparently it means focus on what you have and not what you don't. I'm almost certain that's not what it means today, though. I don't know when it was written. It doesn't apply anymore. Oh, well. Anyway, Sai, should we start the podcast? Let's start the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of The Big Bicycle Trip. I'm Sorian Patel and Seb. Hello. Hey, there he is. There he is. How are you doing? Yeah, so good. So good. Oh, you've learned some more German. See, I feel like I've inspired you. I've really been trying to learn my, my bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that means you're still in Germany at the minute. Well, actually, right now, I think I'm like 100 metres off the French border. How have you managed that? Have you gone the wrong way? <laughs> No, I've been following the Rhine down, and oh, the yeah. Rhine runs into France and then into Switzerland. So I've literally just followed the German-France border south. Oh, okay, decent. So whereabouts are you now? Um, I'm um a little bit north of Strasbourg. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd uh, start you off with a an amusing anecdote. Oh, lovely. Well, that's what this, I guess, that's the whole part of the podcast, isn't it? It's one long uh, amusing anecdote. Well, it's meant to be anyway. I thought, well, I've only got I've only got one amusing anecdote to share with you, but it's hopefully it'll be a short one this week then, the isn't direction. it? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, warning to listeners, this does contain some very mild nudity. Oh, Audio my nudity. days. So, before I set off, I bought myself an extra pair of um, cotton base layers to keep me warm on those cold evenings. And I got myself a size extra large. You're very full of yourself, aren't you? Well, turns out it was justified. So basically, the top, it's a bit tight, but, you know, it does the job. The bottoms, I can't quite, like, my legs are a little bit too big to get them on properly. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I squeeze them on, and and I can get them on. But, so you know, like with boxes at the front, they can have like um an overlapping bit of material as like a zip as like a flies yeah i think so yeah yeah so it doesn't actually secure it just um it's just overlapping yeah so the problem i've got is that because it's stretching around my quads and bum oi oi to bleep that out it's essentially it's pulling all the material out so the overlapping material no longer overlaps and there's just an absence of material right (laughs) (laughs) so i needless to say i can't wear them on their own (laughs) because if someone if someone was to knock knock on my tent in the middle of the night and i got out wearing those they would be I'd be arrested. <laughs> I would be arrested. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, it's just something yeah, to stop. stop. 
Oh, dear. So what have you done for the last week? Where have you been? Well, the last time we spoke, you were in that hostel in Dusseldorf. Yeah, I've just been following the Rhine south. Um, from Dusseldorf, I went to Cologne and onwards to Frankfurt. It was an absolutely beautiful area. So, like, the hills are up, go up on both sides. And you're just going down this valley and you get these really cute, tiny villages where it's just one row, basically, of houses against the bottom of the hillside and on the bank of the river. It just looks, honestly, stunning. Yeah, yeah. Would recommend. Frankfurt's quite um, nice, actually. I've been there. Yeah, I so I took a rest day in Frankfurt at a friend's house. Uh, big shout out to them for uh, looking after me and feeding me. And they were really useful and have done a bit of bike touring themselves and gave me some helpful advice and eased a bit of my anxiety, which obviously I've been fighting over some of this trip. Yeah, you did mention that last week. Last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, though, it turns Kind of what we said last week, wasn't it? That as you go on, you probably you get less and less nervous about the whole thing. Because yeah, so it wasn't a long like last week. It was only it was only a week, barely a week. Yeah. So that was bound to happen. But yeah, I guess it's been a couple of weeks now. You're just getting used to it more. And what I've now done is changed my attack of the trip. After so first week, I was smashing out mileage. I was getting used to all my equipment, and it was okay. But I was finding it very stressful in terms of finding places to camp and dealing with being alone, all of that. So this last three or four days, the focus has moved away from that to trying to treat it better. So I feel like I was originally going and just looking at the destination, whereas really I should be enjoying the journey, which sounds really lame, but I hope no, that makes sense. To be fair, like I had a couple of mates actually say the same thing to me, where like, they'd ask all like, whereabouts is he? And I'd go, oh, he's got here. And they were like, well, that's quite far, isn't it? And like, why is it going so quickly? I was like, that's a good point. Because like, the whole point of this is be to cycle around the world to see the world. If you are just cycling 120 kilometers a day, head down, not looking at anything, it's kind of pointless. You may as well have flown to Frankfurt. Yeah. So I'm trying to look up, um, stop in towns, go to cafes, try and talk to people. Yeah, no, I've, well, in my experience in Frankfurt, was people are quite friendly, actually. So I guess you made a few friends along the way. Yeah, people have been really friendly, especially on the bike. I tell you what, the morning I left Dusseldorf, I was cycling out of the city and this guy on a road bike came up to me and goes, oh, where are you heading? And I was just like, oh, I'm heading south to Frankfurt. And he goes, oh, I'll take you some of the way. And he rode with me for 10k. Oh, see, now you did mention is, this last week as well. Like, I have a limited knowledge of cycle, but does that make a big difference when you can cycle behind somebody for a bit of the journey? Yeah, I mean, company is good. And I guess mathematically, I think when you're going fast, it can save up to like 40% energy. Oh, fair. Maybe that much. At my pace, it's not saving that much. But no, yeah. it also, ha- like, for someone else to navigate for a bit because they know the area just makes life so much easier. Yeah, yeah. And you say, like, just having somebody to chat to, I guess, is decent, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Speaking of navigation, um, I used Google Maps to get to my friend's house and halfway through the day it randomly started giving me directions in miles not kilometers and i have never worked in miles i don't get them as a concept and i literally lost my shit (laughs) you are quite european aren't you in that sense i like to think i am and suddenly the google voice i call her lorelei always have (laughs) yeah you have (laughs) (laughs) she goes in half a mile turn left and I was just I don't know half a mile 
Do you not have the screen on? You just have the the voice. Oh, it's just in a pocket, and it just shouts directions every fifteen oh, minutes. Right. Funny, oh, okay. change di- like change roads. But that was useful. Well, it just made the day go quicker. When like when you're trying to race to someone's house, it just makes things a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't make it easier if it's in miles. And I stopped and I tried to fix it and I couldn't fix it. And then about an hour later, she goes back to kilometers again. I was just like, what are you doing, Lorelai? <laughs> she's on the piss as well, isn't she? She's just, she's a nutter. Okay, yes, yeah, so you got to Frankfurt and just had a couple of days chilling out there then, I guess. Yeah, it was good to reset and think about how I was going to attack the next stage of the journey. Spoke to a couple of people while I had good phone charge and access to the internet. Um, a friend of mine said, look, if you need to slow down, why don't you try doing a drawing a day? I guess, so yeah, I've sent you, you and Ashley. It may, yeah, if you see something nice, it, you're forced to stop. I sent you and Ashley my first attempt. Yes, you did. I'll post this picture on our Twitter account, which is at Big Bicycle Trip. I don't know. Are we going to say what it is? We better say what it is. No, no one's ever going to work it out. <laughs> well, you say I was thinking, right, that could become quite an interesting segment. No, because you've already set a crossword that nobody can solve. We're not going to put pictures out there of things that nobody can see either. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, so this was a really interesting tower that was built on a bridge in the city of Worm. But uh, in my defense for this picture, and we'll get onto this day in a bit more detail soon, it was literally a blizzard when I was trying to draw a tower. Um, yeah, that doesn't come across. What does come across is uh, I, mean, I, didn't your the, I didn't draw the hand tremor <laughs> <laughs> and your bad uh, eyesight. I am not an artist. The only, you know, honestly, I take the piss, but it does look all right. And having googled the, um, if you Google Warmbridge Tower, it does come up, and it does look a bit like the tower. So fair play with that. <laughs> I'll have it I'm breath. sure they'll get better. So you're going to try and do one of them a day? Or one yeah. of them whenever you see something worth drawing? If I see something worth drawing, I'll draw it. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to draw one a day and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, if you send them across, um, I'll stick them on Twitter. Okay, um, so that was that was in Warm. Where'd you go after that? To Mannheim. So I feel I should discuss this day because this was the snowstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned this, actually. Yeah. So the weather's not exactly been perfect as I've been going along so far, but I've kind of got away with it. But on... Well, actually, it was yesterday. So yesterday, it really went to shit. (laughs) It's that uh, meteorological term. It is. I set off in the morning. I was just like, there may be a bit of rain, so I'll hide away in a cafe when it starts to rain. Hid in a cafe. It wasn't going to stop, and I was like, well, I need to keep going. It got to one o'clock, and I realized I had to make a call of whether I push on and look for somewhere to um, look for a campsite or some, like somewhere to hide away and camp, or whether because the weather is so bad, I need to find a hostel. So I checked the weather forecast, and it turns out it was actually going to continue snowing all the way into the night. Oh, drama. So then I was just like, okay, shoot, I need to get inside because I'm already soaked through, and if it's not going to ease off, I can't dry off. I then had to spend the next two hours pedaling to get to a hostel, and by the end of it, I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't feel anything below my ankles, (laughs) and I couldn't see out of my glasses because the snow was getting so thick all i could see as i was cycling the rhine was this so just outside of frankfurt i'm um, sorry not frank uh, just outside of Mannheim is this factory and 
the chimney at the t- has a flame at the top of it. And that had gone out as well because it was so cold. No, but no, that was still going. It was it was a beacon, and I headed towards it. I was just like, if I get to that, I'm pretty much there. But honestly, I couldn't see a thing, and I it was so grim. I was very glad to get into a hostel at that point. And you've had awful luck with the weather so far. It's just been a nightmare, hasn't it? It just followed you. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just been February. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> February Germany. It turns out it's not sometimes. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had a nice reset in a hostel, and now I'm in a tent again on the side of the Rhine. Oh, yeah. You making friends in the hostel? Um, uh, I had a couple of roommates, a student from Germany, and this bloke from India that's working in the town. Hey, was... the boys! <laughs> What's he up to? Oh, he's working for a company in Mannheim. Okay, so that was last night in the hostel then, and then today the weather's been a bit better, has it? Yeah, today it was blue skies. It was a bit chilly, but blue skies and everything was fine, really. I'd literally hung everything up on the radiator. Yeah, it's, so, yeah I think it's a good idea to kind of stop at hostels a bit more than you'd planned originally. Just to like, have a shower, a reset, get a proper night's sleep. And like, well, you don't have to worry about someone cycling off with you in the tent and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I probably stopped. So I've stayed now two nights. No- I've spent two nights in a hostel overall yeah which is more than i planned but like you said i don't regret it they were on nights where i needed it and i'll probably do it less as i get further along and the weather gets better but in those conditions staying outside just wouldn't have been sensible for anyone no also because it turns out my raincoat is not waterproof how how unwaterproof is it if it's i guess if it's like you know a kind of standard yeah so if there's a half hour light shower yeah i wouldn't worry if it's heavy rain i probably have about 20 minutes before it is well and truly onto my skin <laughs> i feel like 20 minutes isn't a lot of time it's it's not i might have to readdress that or maybe just wear a bin bag oh yeah 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 and i tell you what it's not a good day to find out that it's not waterproof when you're in the middle of a blizzard like Oh dear, I was so cold. And you know what? The hostel took advantage of me. I walked in and he goes, you look like you need a towel. And then he charged me for it. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Oh, Dried my face and warmed my hands up a bit with it so that I could, you know, get my card out to pay for a room. And he goes, so that's this much for a room and an extra two euros for the towel and i was like oh, yeah what yeah two, two quid Unbelievable. oh the nerve in my, my mind just saw you cycling from a blizzard looking all disheveled yeah. can't fill your hands can't even get your wallet out of your pocket to pay because you can't use your fingers properly and then he's got the nerve to charge you two pounds extra for the towel god he saw me coming he knew i wasn't going to say uh, no to the towel how'd you buy the balls uh. by that point though what are you going to do how um how's the tent doing in the in, in the rain um so far, so good. No complaints. Oh, that's good. That's good. It, uh, it bends a bit in the wind, but that's expected. That's just a blood trying to nick it. <laughs> I mean, so far, to be honest, the camping spots I've found have been like really remote. Like right now, I'm in a forest on on the edge of the Rhine, and about a kilometre out of the nearest tiny village. So no one's going to come by. Oh, I did actually have my first wild camp in what was essentially a public park last week. Oh yeah, where was that? I was a little bit outside of Frankfurt and it was getting late and the weather was really turning foul. Like the winds were up to about 30 kilometers an hour. 
which it turns out isn't very fast, but it feels fast. And I just couldn't find anywhere. Anyway, I cycled through this park on the edge of the town and was just like, this is going to have to do. So I just sat there while dog, the last of the dog walkers were like walking around and just pitched up my tent under a tree and just hoped that none of the dog walkers would care, which they didn't, it turns out. But in your head, you get really quite worried about someone coming up and going, oh, no, you can't go here. And especially yeah, in that yeah. weather, as I say, if I get moved on now, I've got absolutely no idea where I'm going. Yeah, I guess has that, I guess that makes you feel more at ease, though, doesn't it? Because you do sound a bit more chilled out now than you were last week. Because I guess having those experiences where people could say something to you and don't bother, I guess, would give you the confidence to be like, actually, why would anybody come and disturb me? Yeah. Well, I think the big reason why I feel more relaxed is, like we discussed, is that I've changed my tactic and I'm not trying to smash out the mileage. Like, I'm yeah, stopping yeah, yeah. much earlier, like, much earlier to find somewhere to stay. Like, so today I stopped at three o'clock. So there was still three hours of daylight when I said, right, I've done enough today. Now, from this point on, if I see somewhere suitable, I'm going to stop and pitch up. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. That's the best way to do it. Even if you plan to do another, like, 50 kilometers of cycling that day, just stop. If you find somewhere you think is going to work for carbs, just stop. Because you've not, you're not, got nowhere to get to. You're exactly. Cycling, aren't you? yeah. So it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah, so today I found a little wooded area and sat here for an hour reading my book, waiting for a restaurant nearby to open, and then headed over there to enjoy some food. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely think that's the best way to do it rather than try and get to a destination and just take your time with it. Yeah. Um, do you th- have you found it harder than you thought it was going to be so far, you reckon? Oh, um, I'm going to say no. It's as, it's as tough as I thought it was going to be, and I've been struggling with the things I thought I was going to be struggling with, such as, you know, being alone and the wild camping. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I've got to, I've got to, I'm asking myself is whether I'm dealing with it as well as I thought I'd deal with it, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, to which the answer is maybe I don't think I've managed I don't think I've dealt with it as well as I thought I would okay I think I've been struggling with it which is you know fine and it's good and that's why I'm doing it I'm gonna hope oh I'll, yeah you know, it's completely understandable come out the other end well it is just a massive just a huge change in your life isn't it yeah um oh yeah good question maybe ask me again in a couple of weeks as I actually really get rolling yeah yeah I, I know we mentioned it earlier but it has been only one more week since last week when you're struggling so it's not going to be an easy kind of, oh, yeah, I've settled into it now. I think that like, the weather don't help either and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure I'll get better. Yeah, indeed. Is there nothing more to your cycling stories? All right, mate. <laughs> Sen, what do you want? I don't know. Excitement. Drama. Uh, the murder rate all... in midsummer is like 20 per week, and you can't even get a story in a week <laughs> uh hold on let me just have a think so Dusseldorf. oh yeah so so yeah i camped by an airport and i know this sounds like a really irrational fear but part of me was thinking surely they're gonna have like infrared cameras trained on any of the woods near the airport just in case people are like setting any dodgy stuff up there and I had this idea in the back of my mind that they were going to turn up in the middle of the night and go like, hands up! <laughs> and obviously I'd crawl out the tent in my slightly revealing leggings. <laughs> hands up. In that situation, you already had to be completely down just below the waist. <laughs> but yeah, and again, an irrational fear. It was a beautiful forest and there was no reason for anyone to come by and no reason to be scared of the German anti-terrorism unit. <laughs> Shouts out to them boys, though. Keep doing a good job. 
No, but like, I think... How are that? How are that? <laughs> no, but I think it's good, um, like, having these experiences where, like, oh, you think someone's going to happen, but it doesn't. Because I'll put you to the next time. So next time you come close to, like, camp near an airport, or you know, the next time you go to a park where there's people walking their dogs, you're like, oh, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I agree. And I think today proves the fact that's kind of starting to work. Like, I feel very comfortable in my surroundings and haven't had to... I don't even know what I'm going to say. I was about to say, call my mum. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you don't say that in German. Uh, well, <laughs> my parents have been very supportive in these in this last week while I've been um, struggling. <laughs> in fact, everyone has. The amount of support I've had has been really encouraging. Yeah, yeah. I imagine everyone feels with I do. They are quite, quite proud of what you're doing and um, quite surprised that you followed through with it, first of all. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but no, yeah, no. It is, it, it is impressive, and it's quite a cool thing to do. Uh, the feedback I've got from, from people that listen to the podcast are they're enjoying hearing your stories as well. So just keep doing stupid stuff. Keep asking people I'll, which way China is. I'll try up the level of stupid, and hopefully this podcast will get better and better and more and more interesting. Right now, we're just finding our feet. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll right, get there. Right. We we'll get there. We we'll get there. We're coming for you, Peter Crouch. Speaking of a load of the support that I've been getting, tonight I was bought dinner by a friend in home. In home? At home? It in sounds home. like our friend at home has bought you a few pints as well. <laughs> so, Pri yesterday insisted that today I treated myself to dinner on him with a couple of pints. So, the absolute hero that he is, he spotted me dinner and i had an absolutely great time it may not have been what he had in mind but it was an honestly solid evening of entertainment i ended up in this smoking bar in a village that has a population of about 1500 according to the people at the bar and they gave me a couple microwave pizzas and <laughs> oh, yeah. a fair few pints and we just spoke about the football ah oh, the universal language of football it was such a brilliantly classic like highway bar like i'm thinking like american sons of anarchy bar where you got one person at the bar just constantly drinking one Rachel. person at the slot machine there's one guy at the slot machine who just didn't move well the whole <laughs> time i was there he was just at the slot machine then you got the other two who were playing darts and doing a shot of vodka every round so by the time i'd left they'd done six shots of vodka along with their pints it was absurd <laughs> but it was also just a really great place to be like talking to people oh yeah that does sound quite i don't know interesting stereotypical i'm not sure what it is but yeah did you make any friends there i did um you talked about the, the bar- oh obviously we now you being a crystal palace fan i can't imagine you had much to add to the conversation he supported Schalke, which I think is nearby here, the oh, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he updated me on how Palace was doing in the league. I think, you know, 35 points, was 33 points, we're starting to look safe. But football, the universal language. I just spoke about Liverpool and United for the sake of. Oh, yeah. I'm really hoping that the uh, coronavirus stops the Premier League so Liverpool don't get the title. <laughs> is that how it works? If you don't get it all the way to June, no one gets awarded. I should hope so. I don't know. I feel like they've earned it by now. Ah, here's the what you can do. This will be you'll go down to the area of Manchester. Go cycle through. You can't be far from Milan now, can you? Up like Burger Way. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pretty close now. You go over there. I'll pay for your flight back to Manchester Airport or something, and then you can just go and put the coronavirus around there. You want me to take the coronavirus to Liverpool? You'll go down with an absolute 
hero in the Stratford End. <laughs> Don't be singing your name. I, I, no. Oh, oh, just a thought. Never not, mind. Sorry. Not unless I'd do it if Palace was in second place. Oh, okay. Right, fair enough. No, fair enough. But, uh, oh, I understand. Souls. Okay. Anyway, yeah. cheers to Pre-Pre for that excellent experience. <laughs> Do you know what? It sounds like you had a quite good time, actually. I had a really nice evening, and then it was walked, walked my bike out of the village to the forest to set out my tent. We should probably mention that if, if more people do want to donate, um, we're posting the links to the PayPal page, one-off payments, and to the Patreon page, if you want to subscribe, in the description for all the podcasts. Yeah, and people often tag along instructions for what they want me to do with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For example, it's you know... quite interesting. Pre-pre settle, you to go and spend it on a nice meal, and you spent it in a dive bar in Schalke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, if you do want to, like, I, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but like, I'm sure you really appreciate all the um, donations coming your way. And, you know, you will try and make the most of it, I guess, like I've done tonight, it sounds like. Indeed. And even just a tweet means a lot as well, actually. Those messages are equally helpful. Yeah, yeah. Any messages that um, that I get, I will pass on to you as well. Yeah, what's the Twitter saying? Ah, well, we've made a storm on social media, Sebastian, you're pleased to know. We're, Excellent, um, glad to hear it. One tweet, 23 followers so far. 23 followers. 23. Really nice. Have we got a blue tick yet? That's blue tick oh, no. territory. <laughs> um, ah, here we go. Now, this is the first time I'm reading these tweets as well, so we haven't planned this at all. But we've got, um, got a tweet here from Fifth Form Boys. Don't know who they are, but they say, "Sing of the song, Bryce." So, <laughs> off you go, mate. All yours. Oh my word! I'll mute, so my, that I'll is, mute my microphone for a bit. I'm guessing that is the guys that I coached at the school, and I don't think I'm far enough in to insanity to start any renditions on a podcast yet. But I'm sure some will come soon. No, no, no. We can't ask people to send us go out of their way to send us messages. If you're going to ignore them. Okay, can I ask for some weeks to prepare a ditty? Ditty? <laughs> so middle class. Sorry, a ballad. <laughs> That's not any better. <laughs> ballad. <laughs> what are you on? I'll, I'll make them a power ballad. Why have you called it a power ballad? Just call it a song. <laughs> Fine, I'll prepare a song. Thank you, sir. All right, let's move on. Oh, dear. Next tweet comes from... Carly Bordil. Wow, one of the first 10 followers. <laughs> <laughs> but quite a nice message here. Hope you can see the sunshine past the rain cloud. Oh, cheers. Uh, I had a tweet here from our friend Divesh. Long time listener, first time tweeter. <laughs> Sounds a bit pirate radio. Solid, solid. <laughs> um, do you have a map of the places you've been? We could see your progress so far. Well, I guess the answer to that is yes now. Yeah, so we've taken that on board, and I'll tweet this out as well, but we've put on your Instagram a map of where you've been so far, if you want to know. Unfortunately, we can't re- live broadcast it, so we can't track you in real time, it just won't work. No, but I want to try maybe figure out a way to update the location daily somewhere. But I'll try to figure that out, or Ashley will try to figure it out. you get that, Ash? Yeah, yeah, more work for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm kind of busy here. <laughs> Doing what? You literally sit in the tent most of the day. Do you, right, for the listeners, Ashley was late to the recording of the podcast this evening. <laughs> yes. Right? He sent the message, sorry, I'm on my bike. And I was just like, the nerve! <laughs> sorry, the man. nerve. I'm busy you cycling. Use, you can't use cycling as an excuse for missing this podcast. 
Oh, it was I spent all like, day on the bike. I cycled a mile. So <laughs> you're right. That could have been from England to China, for all I know. I've already been to China before you, so you know. Oh. Keep up. Anyway, any more tweets? Um, yeah, so the only other tweets we have are in relation to your Cripsit crossword clue. Oh, excellent. I'm glad this is engaging people, because Sam said, it's a bit niche, Seb. I've got no idea what you're on about. I don't know who'd say that. Well, you did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I guess we should reveal the answer, should we? Well, I don't know. I think we don't need to. Well, one per... Okay. I'll say this much. Uh, ben Thorne, you've got it right. Yeah, top job. A few people have actually got it right so far. This is this is where uh, I should not be given the role of head of marketing. All people have to do now is go and look at the replies to our tweet and they'll see what the answer is. Yeah, like if you want to cheat, the answer is there. Yeah, but, yeah um, exactly. But for the exactly. challenge, tweet, yeah. you don't need to look and that's, yeah. that's, that's fine. Anyway, Ben Thorne, you've got, got it right. Sec- yeah, I've got a second clue lined up here, actually. Okay, okay. Everyone, get ready. Pens and papers that are ready. Can, um, you're about to hear a weird sound. It's me just winding up my torch so I can read again. So just hold on a sec. <laughs> there we go. I, I really hope you can hear that in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> now I can read. Two across. Uh, sorry, two down. Where am I putting it's... two down in relation to one across? Well, I'm about to tell you, Si. Oh, sorry, sorry, mate. Shot me lots two of down. There. Two down is the first letter of two down is the second letter of one across. Right, got it. And it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten letters. Yep. So two down, ten letters. Relaxation. It's between married journalist and headless people. One more time. Relaxation. It's between married journalist and headless people. Again, I've got no idea, but thanks. I'm sure someone's going to get it. Ben Thorne, good luck to you. <laughs> Um, but actually, a couple of people have said we should try do some more interactive stuff that isn't just the cryptic crossword, which admittedly only appeals to about four people. So um, more than willing to accept any ideas over the Twitter sphere about what we can do to interact. Wait, what's the word I'm looking for? I think that's right. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, no, I agree. If you've got any ideas of um, things you want Seb to do or things you think would be good ideas for to make your listening experience more enjoyable. <laughs> um, Send us a tweet. We'll probably do it because we don't have any ideas ourselves. So Yeah, well, all that leaves me to say before I snuggle up and go to sleep is um, that oh, make sure you've rated the podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to it on. Even if you don't like it, just give it those five stars. Yeah, yeah. Like We do have loads of fun doing this, but we do really appreciate all the good feedback that we've got. It does mean a lot to both of us. And yeah, if you can't, you know, give us a nice rating, subscribe, follow. If you've got anyone that you think might enjoy it as well, Send it to them. Don't forget the bad reviews. Yeah, but don't post those on iTunes. Send them privately. Yeah, just... <laughs> you can tweet the bad ones. Don't hurt my feelings. So I reckon this week has been... Although still tough, there's been a couple of positive moments in it compared to last week, which give me um, some hope looking forward, which is encouraging. Yeah, no, I think the good thing for me this week is we've been to hear that you're obviously more relaxed with the camping situation and all of that stuff, which is good for all of us here as well, I guess. Yeah, it's looking up. And next stop, Zurich. Yeah, he's going to the family. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I really look forward to seeing my parents, actually. That's really looking forward to that. 
Yeah, that'd be really nice, that. Yeah. But anyway, thanks very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.